Holy. Be Holy is a broadcast ministry of believers dedicated to saving the souls of all men and women. We teach the words of God that people all over the world may hear the voice of God and obey Him. God doesn't want to show us His wrath or His anger. He just wants us to repent and be holy. And after one repents, he or she can be baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ, but certainly not before they repent. Listen, we really can't even discuss prayer until one repents. Yes, hell is making its way towards the unrepentant heart, but it is Be Holy's commandment and mission to warn everybody, not to control, to warn. The Word of God is spirit and it's life. That's why we take the Word of God seriously. We're not using shameful deeds and underhanded methods. We're not trying to trick anyone or change the word of God. We tell the truth before God and all those who are honest and live by truth. They know the truth. They realize that we are telling the truth. Listen, friend, we've been preaching and teaching for over 20 plus years and the Lord Jesus is satisfied with our efforts and we want to keep it that way. Next on Be Holy. We are talking about the wisdom of God today. The wisdom. Be Holy. All right, listen, we want to welcome everybody back to Be Holy. We're glad that you're with us on today. Today's a splendid, beautiful day. Uh, and it feels good already. Feels good already. It's not too hot, not too cold, a little brisky, a little here and there, but uh, still, it's good. It's good. It's good. How are you doing? How's your family doing? How are your? How's your community? How's your church? How's your pastor doing? That's something that we just take for granted a lot of times. We take for granted that the community's good. We take for granted that the pastor's all right. Take for granted that the choir's feeling okay. We take for granted that maybe the deacons are fine, but. In this day and age, we shouldn't take anything for granted. We should actually try to pay attention to find out how they're doing. Call them out of the blue and ask them. You know, a lot of times when we call them out of the blue, they're knowing that something's wrong or something's going wrong. But sometimes if we just call them out of the blue and let them know, hey, this, that, and the other is going well. This, that, and the other is feeling good. I am this. I am that. I feel this. And I'm hoping that you're that. And listen, we appreciate you. Say something to them. You never know what they need. A lot of times we take for granted that pastors don't need anything or uh, the staff doesn't need anything. They have it all worked out. They have it all together. And a lot of times they don't. A lot of times they don't. They hold it together. But they don't always have it together. So uh, call your call your leadership, man. Call them and see how they're doing. Here's one. Call your politicians that represent you. See how they're doing. I'm sure they're not going to be the answer you. Maybe you can email them or something. Just see how they're doing. You know, uh, instead of always having a complaint. Hey, I might not agree with you, but I guess you're doing a good job. And I uh, thank you for representing me or something, something, whatever. Or maybe you do agree with them. Just let them know. Or maybe you know somebody who knows them to check in on them. A lot of times these are stressful jobs uh, working with people. Working in government, that's a stressful job. A lot of us take it for granted as if we can do it. You know, and a lot of us can't do it. That's why we're not doing it. You know, somebody will say, well, some of them that are doing it can't do it either. Well, that's okay, but it's still stressful. And all I'm saying to you is check on people. See how they're doing. That's good wisdom. If they're leading you and they're doing okay, then you should be doing okay also. But on the other hand, if they're leading you and they're not doing okay, trust me, it's going to come on down the line. It's going to get you. So check on them. See how they're doing. See how they're doing. Check on your family. See how they're doing. You never know what's going on with them. A lot of times they don't 
want to tell you what's going on, but just check on them, see how they're feeling. All right. Listen, today we are talking about the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God. Now, have you ever read like in the uh, in the scriptures, maybe the Old Testament, maybe where where you'll hear scriptures that say things like and the wisdom did this and wisdom says that and always grasp on to wisdom hold on to wisdom don't let it go keep wisdom in your heart and put it in your mind to where you hold it there and don't let anybody steal it from you keep wisdom wisdom is profitable it keeps talking about how wonderful wisdom is well we're going to find out what this wisdom actually is now this was in the old testament where it was talking about wisdom is uh, beyond you know who can find it and and this that and the other <laughs> you can learn it it's not gonna it's not gonna step away from you you can find wisdom you can lean wisdom you can understand wisdom yeah you can all right now listen let's go to first corinthians chapter 1 verse 24 but to those called by god to salvation hmm but to those called by god to salvation I guess you have to be called to salvation by God. That makes total sense to what Jesus said. You can't come to me unless the Father draw you. Hmm. Spirit got to draw you to this salvation. But to those called by God to salvation, both Jews and Gentiles. So whether you're whether you're Jew or you're Gentile, it doesn't even matter anymore. It doesn't even matter anymore. But to those who are called to God to salvation, both Jews and Gentiles, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Wait a minute, I thought Christ was just the one who died on the cross and no. Uh, mm -mm. Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Christ was in the wilderness with the church when they were in uh in the desert, the church in the desert. Christ was with them back then. So Christ couldn't just only be the one crucified on the cross. Because hmm. you can't crucify spirit. You can only crucify flesh, which is what we do. We crucify our flesh. <laughs> Jesus was crucified to take away the sins of our flesh. Hmm. And we crucify our flesh to stay away from sin. The very sin that he forgave us of, we're doing that. To we crucify our flesh to stay away from sin. Meaning, we want to do certain things. Our bodies want to do certain things, but we keep our bodies from doing it so that we can get closer to God. I mean, now, I'm not saying just because you don't sin or just because you step away from sin, you get closer to God. I can't say that, but I know if you draw closer to him, he'll draw closer to you. I know that's written. Mm -hmm. So it says here, uh, verse 25, this foolish plan of God is wiser than the wisest of human plans. So Christ being the power of God and the wisdom of God was wiser than the wisest human plan. And, but it was it, it calls it foolish I don't know why but it does 
says this foolish plan of God was wiser and is wiser than the wisest of human plans. And God's weakness is stronger than the greatest of human strength. Hmm. Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. And the power of, power of God and the wisdom of God was in the desert with the church before it was given to the people. So, Christ is the wisdom. So, is I guess wisdom is valuable. You can get wisdom, but it's only going to come from God. You're not going to get wisdom from anybody else. No one else. Only God that you're going to get that wisdom from. And it says Christ is that power. So if you need the power of God in your life, who, you, who are you inviting? You're inviting Christ to be in your life. You need power in your life. You need wisdom in your life. You need Jesus in your life. You need Christ in your life. Verse 26. Remember, dear brothers and sisters, that few of you were wise in the world's eyes or powerful or wealthy when God called you. Hmm. Few of you, a few of you might have had some money. A few of you were wise. A few of you um, <laughs> were wise in the world's eyes, right? A few of you, were, a few of you were powerful, but Christ being the power and the wisdom of God, if you have Him, you're called into Him. That's that's different now. You you now have a different power, a different power. Greater is He. Hmm. Verse 27. Instead, God chose things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they're wise. Hmm. He chose things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. And he chose things that are powerless to shame those who are powerful. So again, if you think you don't mean anything or you don't think anybody's paying attention to you, you think you don't contribute, you don't think that you're worth whatever. Well, you're in riping for the picking for God to use you to show the world that huh, he's actually stronger than them. And he uses the weak to do it. So he uses the weak to confound the strong and those who don't have any power to, to show up those who have all the power, right? Hmm. He uses the foolish to confound those who think they're wise. You know how y'all, sometimes you, you'll, you'll, I mean, I can do better job than those people. I can, I can do that. I've been doing that and this, that, and other, and I can that, and I can this, and I can that, and I'm smarter than them, and I'm better than them, and I'm, it's not about that. God uses those who are powerless to shame those who think that they're wise. Those who are foolish, he used them to, to shame those who think they're wise and those who are powerless to show to shame those who think that they're powerful. Can you believe that? Verse 28. God chose things despised by the world, things counted as nothing at all. Things that are counted as nothing at all, right? And use them to bring to nothing what the world considers important. 
So again, if you think that you're not worth anything, you don't contribute or you're not, uh, you're powerless, you are ripe for the picking. God can use you faster than anybody to confound the entire world. And in this time and day and age, we need God to do that because there's not advertising that can do it. Uh, promotions can't do it. Uh, everybody liking your comments can't do it. Social media can't do it. Only God can do that thing. And trust me, if God sees or decides or his will to utilize you or anybody else who's powerless or me, whoever, anybody that's powerless to confound the world, show sure enough. Verse 29, as a result, no one can ever boast in the presence of God. Nobody can say what well, I did this and I did that because no, the only way you were able to do anything was, was because God did it. That's the only way you were able to do it. He's the wise one. Thanks for listening to Be Holy with your host, Leonardo Butler. Our Be Holy podcast is at Podbean or contact us at beholy116 at gmail.com or 614-268-7757. Thanks for listening to Be Holy with your host, Leonardo Butler. And for your convenience, you can now text the word GIFT to 614-363-6133. Again, the word GIFT to 614-363-6133. And we thank you for your support. Be holy.